On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Johnny Oaktree walks into the theater, not knowing that he's a human walking obstructed view that others have to deal with while they watch the performance on stage. He doesn't know he's oblivious to his surroundings and doesn't understand he's a challenge for other people. He doesn't go stand in the back because of his concern for others while they watch the show. He stands there still, not moving, watching the show as others have to look around him and have to find a way to enjoy the concert. What he doesn't understand is he's now been determined to be an object of Tales of the Douche. everybody to the second episode of tales of the douche Douche. I'd like to welcome back chris ricardo here how you doing man i'm doing good man how are you i'm good i'm good we you know we we did this before and we had a good response to what we talked about which was people talking during concerts and how you look at them and you say to yourself, you fucking douchebag. And how distracting it is and how just, it's just poor etiquette. You know, like when you're at a show and you're going to see a live performance, if you want to talk, just go, there's always a bar there. Just go to the bar with your friends and have that conversation. Leave that conversation to the back. But when you're up front and you're around other people, just cut the conversations, you know, in between acts, you know, when one act is breaking down their gear and the other one's setting up, that's the time to talk. Don't be calling that's your, your time to it, yeah. yeah, don't be calling your babysitter. Don't be calling your kid. Don't be FaceTiming people or whatever. It's just a distraction. And, and the, and the, the idea of tales of the douche is, douche. <laughs> is the <laughs> etiquette of being at a show. And how you have to be aware that there are people around you, 
okay? People that paid good money to see this performance. You are not the only one at the show. You are not the only person that exists in the world. There are other people around you. And, you know, we, we, we touched on this, how just the world in general and how people interact, people don't give a shit anymore. They don't care who's around them. They're not concerned about the fellow man or woman that's next to them there to see a show. They don't care. They're in their own little world. Sometimes they don't care about the band. They're just there for some weird reason. Yeah. They're not not there to listen. I don't get that. But today's episode is going to be about tall people and what type of etiquette a tall person should have especially when they're at a general admission show we're not talking about the concerts that you pay you know to have your own assigned seat on the ticket this is for general admission shows okay and the average human the average man is 510 the average woman is five foot four okay and I'm six two and I think you're what six one yeah I'm six I'm an even six okay so I'm six yeah. two, you're six feet, okay. So we're not small people, you know. We're not someone that has a difficult time at a general mission show because we're shorter than the average person or whatever. But we have experience. Yeah, we, we, we can make we can make it work. Yes, right. yes, we can make it work. But there are times where it's like I'm in front of Johnny Oaktree. And it's just like, you know, here's an idea to know if you need to stand towards the back of a general admission show. When someone has called you Shrek, when someone has called you Chewbacca in your life, when someone has asked you if you ever played basketball, you know, because you're taller, you're, you're a tall human being. So if anyone's ever said those things to you, you need to get to the back. And I know there's people like, I stand right in front and I don't give a shit. Dude, you need to. Okay? Yeah. There's no reason yeah. if you're six foot four, six five, six six, you should be standing in the front. Because the next ten people behind you can't see shit. You're like a you're like a walking obstructed view, is what you are. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we've experienced this quite a bit. Um, couple stories that that I have. I don't know if you want to share any of yours, but I think probably the first time we had to deal with something like this is when we saw Greta Van Fleet at Lincoln Hall in 2018. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. We're standing there, and we're standing towards the back. We're like probably five or six feet in front of the soundboard. Okay. And we've got a pretty yeah, good we view. We didn't get we didn't get there late. No. And we didn't get there early. We were just like in between. It was a good time when we got there. So we had a little bit of space around us still, right? Yeah. And and we had a pretty good yeah. view. And and you know, we were excited because we wanted to both see Greta Van Fleet. And, you know, we're taking in the crowd and the place was packed. And I've never seen Lincoln Hall that packed before. I mean right. it was it right. was this crazy. Is what, this is what, this is when they first came out, and they're—I mean, Lincoln Hall. How many people do you think that holds? Three hundred. Not a big place. Yeah, it's not a big place. Yeah. So it's still, you know, when somebody like that comes through, it 
And, and at that time, they were totally just starting to blow up. So it, it sold out. So we're standing but, there. You know, we, yeah, when we didn't get there, we didn't get there late. We didn't get there early. So we had a good spot. You know, we, we, we planted our spot in, in the, on the floor. So we're standing there, and the show is just about to begin, right? The lights go down, and all of a sudden, three fucking douchebags go stand right in front of us. And they're all like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, yeah. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? And one <laughs> of the guys turns around. He goes, haven't you ever been to a general admission show before? And I'm like, yeah. And I've never been an asshole like what you just did. Like you just walked in front of us right before the show is going to start. And like now we can't see shit. Yeah. Well, you know, well, you know, the, the, you know, you got, you need to know what, what it's like to be at a general admission show. I'm like, no, you need to know what it's like just to be respectful and be aware of what you're doing, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. So you know, I'm pissed, right? And I think I don't know. Are you? You never show like your anger. You're just like you. Yeah. You you have like the ultimate poker face. <laughs> I'm pretty cool, calm, and collected. But were, 99.9% of the time. <laughs> were you, were you like just all internalizing the anger at that point or was, or was, were you feeling I always, what I was feeling? Always, I'm always internalizing the anger, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I was glad you were taking the lead on the issue. <laughs> so we, you know, so here we are and I'm trying to like, you know, then you start to do the, 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 the concert waddle. Right, you're waddling from one foot to the other because the guy keeps moving in front of you, and you're still trying to see the yeah. show. And it's like yeah. and you're getting annoyed because the guy won't stand still. Okay, and not that the person should at a concert, right? You should be having a good time. You should be, you know, bobbing your head to the beat, putting your fists in the air. I mean, you're at a rock and roll show. You should be doing all those things. But when you're over six feet four, okay. And you mm-hmm. just walk in front of people right before the shows, at, and you and I know they were standing behind us prior because I'm they, they were talking. That's just an asshole move. There's just no other way about it. That's <laughs> that is the essence of tales of the douche. Douche. That is a douchebag move. That is a total, yeah, totally. jackass. Okay. When did we become so inconsiderate of one another? When did we? When when did we lose? self-awareness of like, you know, I'm a little taller, so I'm going to stand back here. It's only 300 people. I still got a great view of the show. I'm good. Like, like, what, like why doesn't that happen with most people? Yeah. I, maybe, maybe, um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say maybe it's the younger generation because even when I'm doing the bob and weave between the people's heads and trying to you know, go the opposite way that they're going so I can still see when they move into my my point of view. I'm still thinking about, like, who's behind me that I'm blocking now? You know, I, I always have that in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. At, I was at Big Wreck in November at the Bottom Lounge in the city. And um, I was watching the show, and I, was, and I went from one side to the other. And in and, and the middle of the show, and I got to this one side, and I stood there, and then I realized there was a woman behind me with her boyfriend, and she was probably about five four or five five. 
Yeah. And I yeah. Just, and I turned around and I said to her, "Can you still see?" And she's like, "Oh no no no, you're good yeah. you're good. Thanks for asking." Yeah. Like right. That should happen like all day. Okay, can you see? Are you good? Am I blocking you? You know. And I don't think it's the younger generation. You know, I mean, like, how young are we talking? Are we talking about 30s? Are we talking about 20s? I mean, what, what's your what's your idea of the younger generation? Um, anyone younger than me, so you know, 30s on down. You know, I don't know. And that, I, those those guys those guys at Lincoln Hall were probably late 20s when they were they were some younger guys. I think. Yeah, they were like late 20s, early 30s. I wouldn't go older than like 31. Yeah. You know, but yeah, right, right. But maybe, I don't know. I mean, I've experienced people my own age being douchebags at shows, too, by doing that stuff, too, as well, standing in front or whatever. I mean, we talked about the dude who was, like, 6'5", standing next to me at the um, the Rival Sons show on the last episode, who, you know, put his arm around me during the show, you know? And then, yeah, like, his yeah. wife was on the phone with a babysitter <laughs> during the show. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I think... I think douchebagness is a, you know crosses over into all generations. I don't think there is one specific generation that has more douchebags in it than another generation. I just think that well, okay, okay, but but um, so I feel like the the older generation now does the like the Facebook Live thing, where I don't think the younger kids do that as much anymore. And we're and we'll, we're going to be talking about Facebook Live in another episode. And, okay. and and that you know that is another thing that annoys that's another the topic. That's another topic. But yeah. you know, this is essentially you know there was another experience. Let's talk about my experience at Bad Company over the summer. With at the time he was fourteen, he's fifteen now. I took my son to see Bad Company at Naperville Rib Fest, which is this huge rib fest in in Chicago. It's about thirty forty five minutes outside of Chicago. It's in one of the bigger suburbs of Chicago, and they have this big giant rib fest every year. Now, I don't usually go to rib fest because a I don't like eating barbecue in hot, humid weather. Um, and, you, and you don't eat pulled pork. And I don't eat pulled pork. And and, and here's the reason why I don't eat pulled pork. <laughs> I'm going to share this with everybody because my close friends know this. But the reason why I don't eat pulled pork is because I automatically think of masturbation, okay? Pulling your pork, pulling your 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 your, your dick. So when I, I mean, it, isn't there anything they could have named this food other than pulled pork? You know, like what's a synonym, like a synonym of pulled? You know, like um, yank. Yank, well, that's the same thing. Yanked pork, you know. I mean, but like, how about like oh, shred? How about, how about how about shredded pork? A shredded yeah. pork sandwich. That that's completely, you know. But when I think you know pulled pork, I think of the guy in the back pulling his junk while he's making me the sandwich. You want your fucking pulled pork? I'll give you your pulled pork. And I can't eat. I can't eat. I can eat a brisket. I can eat ribs. I can eat any other form of barbecued pork. I just can't eat pulled pork. It's just, it's been, it's, I, I, I've never had a pulled pork sandwich ever in my life. Ever, well, since, since the age of puberty, I just have not <laughs> been able to have a pulled pork sandwich. Maybe it's a, it's a Catholic guilt. I don't know what it is, man, but yeah, the, the whole pulled pork thing just does not sit well with me. 
But getting back yeah. to my why I don't attend rib fests. I love ribs. I love barbecue. I love it all. You like pork. I like pork. But I don't like eating it standing up. I don't like eating it outside in a tent when it's like 95 degrees and you're already sweating because the stuff gets all over your face. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm divorced. Yeah. I often tell friends who are newly divorced, don't eat ribs on a date. And they're like, why? I'm like, because you're eating meat off the bone with your hands and you're getting all that shit all over your face. And in your teeth, yeah. like it's 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 a it's it's an it's an it's an event, okay. And that woman who just started dating you is looking at you, eating meat off a bone like an animal, like a wild animal in the woods, okay. <laughs> and you've got the barbecue sauce all over your cheeks because it's going to happen, and you got the stuff all in your teeth. You cannot eat ribs in front of a woman unless you've been dating for at least. Nine to twelve months, because or that, married or married two or years, married. yeah. <laughs> but minimum two years, two well, years. Before you can, yeah, by you know, nine months, with the door, bathroom door open, right? <laughs> or eat ribs. By by nine months, you've probably farted in front of her. You've probably you know woken not up on purpose, not though. on purpose, not you know. On purpose. That's a, that's a whole different that's right. a whole different uh, category. But by but by nine twelve months, she's pretty much accepted, you know, your faults, and she's you know she's in the ride or die. You know, she's in the passenger seat. She's accepted <laughs> you for who you are at this point. So then it's okay to eat ribs and get it all over your face and in your teeth and whatever, but. You know, but prior to that nine months, you're still in the probationary period. You cannot be what eating comes, ribs. What comes first, though, eating ribs or farting in front of the girl? That's a tough what, one. What man. comes first? That's what, a tough one. Yeah, I know. Because sometimes you just have to let it go. I mean, there's certain things. And ribs, ribs, you have a choice. Yeah, letting letting the, letting the, the charge go. It's another another situation. There's a few things that you need to be patient with when you first start dating someone. Number one, obviously farting. You can't be tooting your horn, you know, within the first, you know, few months of dating, especially on purpose, yeah. especially like when you're walking by her, you know, and you just, you just, you know, you know blow the horn. You don't do that, you yeah. know. Um, obviously eating ribs. Ribs is a no-no for the first nine months. Uh, yeah, using that's, that's her, a choice, though. That's, that's a choice. That's a choice. But, but some, farting sometimes is not a choice. Like, but yeah, like, but when you're dating someone and they say, "Hello, oh, you want to go?" Like, this is like four months in. Like, you started dating her in like March, right? And it's July now, and it's festival time. Oh, do you want to go? Yeah. You want to go to Rib Fest? No, no. Well, I mean, if you want to go see the bands, but I don't want to get there and stand in line for for ribs. And that might be a little bit of disappointment, but you know. She's willing to carry on and, 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 and engage in the relationship. She sees you eat ribs at that rib fest in, 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 within the first nine months. It's over. She is going yeah. back on Match.com or whatever dating site that you guys met through, and she's putting that search out again. And she's putting but in don't her... You know what the, don't you know what the secret is to that? What? Instead of ordering ribs, you order cold pork. Because you can just eat no, that with a fork. No, you order brisket. You order brisket. You order a brisket. Okay. 
I, I, I contend that you should stay away from barbecue sauce completely in the first nine months. Just stay away from it. Yeah. You know? Probably not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's only a couple months, you know, and, and just stick with bratwurst, sausage, you know, hot dogs, burgers at barbecues. <laughs> just, just stick with all that yeah. stuff, you know? The other thing you have no to spaghetti. do. spaghetti. No spaghetti either. Spaghetti depends if, you know, some people are bad with spaghetti because they, it falls off and it splatters on the plate and it gets all over your shirt. Yeah. You know, those are usually non-Italians. Italians, you know, usually, I mean, you know, we started eating spaghetti, you know, two months in, into the world. We can know how to twirl that stuff on our fork. We know how to lean, yeah. fo- we know how to lean forward when we're eating spaghetti or mustacholi or yeah. whatever. For those of you who don't know what mustacholi is, that's penny pasta outside of Chicago and New yeah. York and Boston. Yeah. Okay. But well, here we call it mustacholi. Um, but yeah, the other thing not to do, uh, you know, if you're dating someone within nine months, is to use her bathroom at her place and go number two. Okay. <laughs> don't want to do that. That's another. That's a whole other. That's another podcast, dude. <laughs> You cannot, you cannot do that within the first nine months because you don't know. I mean, especially if you had like, like Greek food, or if you had like, you know, if you went out for like Thai food or whatever, and you get some some salmon that's not cooked all the oh, way. Oh yeah, dude, some funk's gonna be coming out of your butt, and so that's it's gonna be t- tales tales of the poops or tales of the tooth. <laughs> sure. But I'm, podcast. I'm telling you, man, you cannot do number two first nine months in. And if, and if, if you have Especially no other choice. It's a, it's a one-bathroom place. Right, like, right. there's only one bathroom. Or, <laughs> or two bathrooms, right. you, can, you can get away with it. Or if yeah. you're spending the night and the bathroom yeah. is right off the bedroom. You know, it's like in the bedroom. Dude, that's totally what I'm going through right yeah. now. <laughs> that That's... That's something that you just do not want to do. And here's how you solve yeah, that. Yeah. Here's how you solve that, okay? You have, you have to have music on. You have to have music on so right. it covers up the sound. Well, the, the, the first thing you do when you get into her house is... You, <laughs> Wait, what, what, which podcast are we doing right now? <laughs> the first thing you do when you get into her house is you go to the bathroom to do number one, to have a tinkle, and you check the bathroom... To see if you it has a fan. It. You see if it has a fan. Yeah, you gotta test the water. You got, yeah, and you want to see how loud that fan is, okay? <laughs> if it's a low murmur, it's not good. You can't use it. Don't okay? take the chance. Don't nope. take the chance. Don't take it. If, if it is a low murmur, your backup is you got to find the spray, okay? You have to locate yeah. the spray. And if she doesn't have any spray on the top counter in the cabinet, you're done. But really, the way to solve all this is before any date in the first nine months, you pop a couple Pepto Bismols before you go out with her. Okay, <laughs> that 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 tightens up that tightens up the anal cavity, and you know you're not going to be you're not going to be pooping for at least twenty four hours. Okay, twenty four to thirty six hours. Or getting or getting a butt plug for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys are into some kinky stuff, hey, you know what? That there's anything wrong with that, but. You know, if you but you're still testing the waters at this point anyway, so right. that's all. It's all good, right? right. So, so Pepto Bismol, I recommend before any date within the first nine months, tightens up everything. And you know, if you go out with her like at seven o'clock, you pop those in 
as you're walking up to the door, ringing the doorbell, you know you're probably going to spend the night. You've got at least till four o'clock, five o'clock the next day <laughs> until until you're pooping. Okay, and it's it's well worth it. It's only like three four bucks. You can even get the generic one. You know, it's the same thing as the brand name. But you never want to be caught in that position where you just had some 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 great love making, and you're yeah. snuggling in bed. You're the big fork. She's the small fork. Or no, she's the big. You're the big spoon. She's the small spoon. And at like one o'clock <laughs> in the morning, your stomach starts doing that. Yeah, because she wanted to go out for Indian food that night. Baba ganoush. Baba, Baba ganoush. Yes, yes. With trout. Yes. So you're all like, and you're like, oh shit, man, oh shit, and you know, and, and a side side of Brussels sprout. Yes. I I will I, I I will say that if she took an Ambien, you know, after you you know after you had sex, after you made love, you're good. She ain't gonna wake up from any stench coming out of your ass if she's taking an Ambien or a sleeping pill. So you're good to go. So if you're in that position where the stomach is and you know she's taking an Ambien, you can use that bathroom. You can leave the door open, not spray, yeah. not do a quick flush. Yeah. She ain't waking up. She don't care. You know. But these are just things that at the Hook Rocks we like to touch on and we like to give you advice on dating. So just recapping, you know, try not to toot or fart. You know, within the first nine months, stay away from barbecue sauce, especially ribs. Rib fests in the summer, absolutely not unless you plan on getting the brisket. And finally, just don't do number two in her house for at least nine yeah. months to a year. At and, least. And, and my my life hack is not the Pepto, but just go straight to Imodium AD. See, I, you know, I don't know. Imodium... You know, there's side effects with Imodium are a lot different than Pepto-Bismol. I like Pepto-Bismol because it's old, reliable. It's been around for decades. You know what you're getting. It's kind of like candy when you're chewing on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I prefer the Pepto. But Imodium, hey, it's up to the individual. You know, I don't yeah. want to, you know, I mean, if, you, if you're you comfortable have, you with Imodium. You have to know your own body. You have, you have to really to know, know your own, own body. body. Yes, yes. And, and so, so rib fests are a no-go pulled pork i can't eat so yeah so you don't want to do that it's a good it's a good backup if they don't have brisket you know plus two plus two you know also about rib fest you know let's dive into the whole rib fest thing it's usually obviously in the summer june july august it's usually very hot okay i mean you know you're you're sweating do you really want to be out on a date like that where you're pitting out you know i mean and you're sweating (laughs) And, you know, you just don't feel comfortable. Everything else is getting sweaty. Yeah, everything else is getting sweaty, you know. And, you know, you know you're either going to end up at your place or her place. And it's just, you're just, you know, you got to be really in a long-term relationship. Yeah, it's not a good choice for a date at all, ever. Especially, you know, within the first year. You just don't want to do it. You don't want to chance it. If you really, really dig the girl you're with, I would <laughs> refrain from rib fests for the first year. I would really do that. I would yeah. do I would do private barbecues, you know, because if you want to go cool down, you can go sit in some air conditioning, watch a baseball game or whatever's on TV. You know, you can kind of kind of pick your spot. You can come out, eat, go back in. 
come back out, talk for a little bit, go back in. You know, so I mean, you ha- you're, you have access to air conditioned, climate controlled situations that can help you get through yeah. sweat. You know, but that's a tough thing. That totally makes sense. Yeah, and then you're you know you're probably having alcohol at the rib fest. You're sweating. You know, you're in a big crowd of people. It's just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and it's usually like some crappy you know draft beer that's gonna right right accelerate accelerate the. Yes. Grease the skids. Totally greases the skids, you know? So anyway, so I'm at Naperville Rib Fest with my son and I did get the brisket. He got the pulled pork and I don't have the heart to tell my 14 year old son why his father <laughs> doesn't eat pulled pork, but maybe yeah, one day. Don't do it to him. Yeah, maybe don't one day. Don't put that in the head. Maybe one day he'll figure it out. Or if he ever listens to this episode, he'll be like, oh, that's why dad never orders pulled pork. But I don't know. So I'm with my son. We're, you know, we're enjoying, you know, they got some cover bands on some, they got multiple stages. They got some cover bands. Um, I think Grand Funk Railroad was there because I saw Bruce Kulik on stage. And, you know, we're having a good time. I want to see Bad Company because I've never seen Bad Company live with Paul Rogers. And, you know, Paul Rogers is 70 years old. I don't know how much longer he's going to tour, you know, tour or perform live. I mean, Bad Company's always been one of my favorite bands. So, yeah. and I want I wanted my son to experience one of the greatest singers of all time. So I got tickets for Bad Company. I think they were only like 40, 45 bucks or whatever. So it wasn't bad. So we ate dinner there. We get to the show and, and you know, we're, we, we get into the general admission pit halfway through the opening act. And the performer at this point eludes me. I don't remember who it was. So it was okay. It was, you know, she was good. I can't remember her name for the life of me, but so we're staying there. She gets off stage, bad company setting up. And then they do this whole thing because it was the last year that Naperville was going to hold the rib fest. It's now moving to a neighboring town. I think it's Romeoville or Bolingbrook, one of the two. So they had this big thing thanking everybody. It was just absolutely ridiculous and monotonous. It was like, get these people off the stage. Right. But anyway, right. they they did that. It was the last night for the Rip Fest, and they wanted to celebrate it, so I get it. So then they do the National Anthem. And I've never been at a show, a concert, where the National Anthem was performed. I don't have a problem. Yeah, I don't have a, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. It was just, oh, wow, this is very yeah. unique. I've never, been, I've never been to a show with the National Anthem. So while the National Anthem is being played, someone close to me, behind me, yells out, America, and I'm like, "There's the one. That guy's going to be an issue the whole show." And I hear his girlfriend, who I assume it was his girlfriend, kind of laugh and snicker after he said "America," and then he keeps doing like the howls, like the "ow," like stuff like that. And I'm like, "Yeah, this could potentially ruin the show." I don't know what the guy looks yeah. like at this point because I'm not turning around. I said, "But <laughs> don't make eye contact." I'm not making eye contact, but douchebag alert has been put on notice, okay? So after the National Anthem's being played, I do kind of like one of those checking out the crowd looks behind me, you know? Just kind of those, like, confused, I just want to check to see how many people are here. And I get a good look at him. And he's like 6'5". He's bald. He's not. He's probably late 20s, early 30s. And 
He's clearly drunk. Are the, are the sleeves are the sleeves cut off of the shirt? No, no, the sleeves are not cut oh, off the yeah, shirt. Okay. But he's got jorts on and sandals. <laughs> so I look at him I'm like, as long as he stays there, we're good. I can and handle. You did, you did say you did say jorts, right? With jorts. A J. Yes. Yes. Jean, jean shorts. Jean yep. shorts. For those that you don't know, are called jorts. Don't wear those. So. I'm like, as long Please. as he stays in the back, we're good. That doesn't happen. So Bad Company comes on stage. Paul Rogers is just awesome. I think they opened up with Can't Get Enough. And Paul Rogers sounded phenomenal. 70 years old, just nailing it. Had no idea Howard Lee's former guitar player from Heart was the guitar player in the band, but that was a pleasant oh. surprise for me. So he's rocking out. So probably five songs into the set, Shrek decides to go deeper into the crowd and just everybody's like moving around. So now he's standing off to my left in front of me, okay, with his girlfriend, okay? And I'm with my 14-year-old kid. He's clearly drunk. I don't know what the woman is. So they're watching and they're doing like, and they're, rubbing up against each other like basically dry humping during the show like she's in front of them with you know the you know facing the stage they're both facing the stage but she's rubbing her junk on his junk and it's just like dude seriously you know and then she starts putting the hand behind the neck and they're like doing dirty dancing and it's like i mean they're basically having sex with their clothes on at this point so i'm like Fuck, man. Like, why doesn't he, like, what a douchebag. So, two more songs into it, they decide to go right up to the front of the stage. Now, keep in mind, this show's been going on now for close to an hour. People are rocking out, people are having a good time. So, he grabs her hand and just starts plowing through people. Okay. And everyone's getting pissed off. No one at this point in this, in this area is watching the concert because Shrek is disturbing everything and people can't see anymore. And, you know, the girlfriend's all laughing and giggling like it's fun or whatever. They have no concern for anyone around them. None. Yeah, no consideration. Yeah. So they get to the, the front, like, you know, right there, and they're rocking out and everyone's rolling their eyes and turn around like, what the fuck just happened? I was just enjoying Bad Company and now, you know a walking obstructed view is in yeah. front of me right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, the, 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 you know, the, the rubbing up against each other is still going on, still happening. Everyone's kind of like, what the hell is going on with these two people? Whatever. So the show ends, everyone's just kind of the whole vibe changed at that point, like midway through the show, the whole vibe changed because of this drunk Johnny Oak, you know, Johnny Oak tree. And his and his yeah, girlfriend. You, you can't you can't have fun anymore because no, there's the distraction. Yeah, you know there there's the distraction of him being loud and belligerent because he's drunk. There's distraction because he's taller than ninety percent of the people in the crowd. He's like six five. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then there's the distraction of basically, you know, like I said, they're having sex with their clothes on at this point. I mean, they're basically dry humping each other. So the show ends. We get out of Dodge. We we leave. So two weeks later, you were supposed to go to a show with me, and you bailed at the last moment. 
Like a jackass. Me? Yeah. Me? Yes. Never. Never. <laughs> never. I would never do a thing like that. <laughs> so I get, you know, I'm on, I'm online. I'm like, dude, Tedeschi Trucks Band and Blackberry oh, yeah. Smoke and Shovels and Rope are playing at this festival near Naperville. Yeah. Like it's the next town over, which is Aurora. Mm-hmm. And I've never been to this venue. It's this outdoor venue. And they've had, they have some good shows there every year. You know, a couple of good shows. It's mostly, you know, orchestra stuff. But they have a couple rock shows every year. And it's always really cool. Going to be a good time because I've never been to. But just looking at their their calendar this summer and the calendar last summer, they have, they have one or two good rock shows every year. So I get there. And I'm by myself because you bailed on me. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go hang out. Two bands I've wanted to see. I've seen Blackberry Smoke already twice that year, but I haven't seen Shovels and Rope since he opened up for Butch Walker. And I've never seen yeah. Tedeschi Trucks Band. I'm like, you know what? The tickets yeah. aren't that bad. Tickets were like 30 bucks a piece. I got nothing going on tonight. I'm not going to sit at home. I'm going to go see the show. So I get there, and I'm standing behind the seats, the paid seats. There's a general admission area, like a picnic area similar to like a Ravinia where people can bring their chairs and they can, you know, have blankets out and everything. It's like a lawn yeah, area, yeah. but bring I'm like, wine and cheese. And stuff yeah. Like that. I'm like, I'm by myself. I'm yeah. not going to sit in this area. So I'm just going to stand. So I'm, I'm watching the show and it was a good show. I met some really cool people that I was next to and we were having a good time. And then off to my, I know left, what that means. <laughs> and then off to my left, off to my left is Johnny Oaktree from the Bad Company concert. Shrek? Shrek. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm what like, are the chances? I'm like, I'm like, and, and he was sober at this time. And I wanted to go dick punch him so bad. I just wanted to go up to him and just lay it right on his dick. Just punch him right there. What the fuck, man? What to do? I'm like, that's for two weeks ago at Bad Company, you piece of crap. You douchebag. But I didn't. I held that anger inside, and I just grinded my teeth, and he was going to get some beer. I didn't see him with his lady friend, you know, um, so I don't know if, you know, what he was doing or who he was with, but he was, I mean, you don't forget a face like that at Bad Company when yeah. someone's pissed you off, and there yeah. he was just strolling well, through the crowd. in your mind. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally in my mind. So it was a weird coincidence because it's, it's, I'm sure people I've been – Standing next to it shows have been at other shows that I've been, but this is the first time I actually saw someone and go, Oh, that guy. That guy right there. <laughs> so that guy. Newman. So those are my recent examples of dealing with tall people at shows. I mean, there are plenty of others. Like, you know, when I saw uh Greta Van Fleet, there were people they were doing, you know, tall people kind of doing the sway, and then you start doing the sway the opposite way because you're trying to see the show. The Riviera concert that we went to when we saw Plant, you know, was just utterly ridiculous with tall people. It's the last time I'll ever go to the Riviera in Chicago. The yeah. worst the worst yeah. sight lines of any venue in Chicago, in my opinion. Um, but it's a common theme. Yeah. You know, all I have to say is when you're in a small venue. You know, probably I would say thousand people or less. Be aware of being a douchebag and try not to be. And you know, if, if you walk in and the, the the place is half full, 
you, know, you can go on the main floor and you can stand there and you can enjoy your show. And if people come in afterwards while the show or the show's just about to start, five, you know, screw them. They didn't get there on time or and, and whatever. But if you are you got there and you know the show's about to go on, don't don't make your way into the crowd and you know act like you know you're the only ones there and then plant yourself in front of people who've been standing there for probably an hour 45 minutes and now you just walked in and you're you know you're pushing yourself into the you know to get closer to the stage and you're six four six five six six dude that's being a douchebag there's just no other way yeah. around it total douchebag mm-hmm. you know if you cannot go and push your way through if a show's already going on or if it's about to start, you got there when you got there, you're stuck in the back. You know, if I'm tall, if I was that tall, I would try to pick a spot where I'm not distracting anybody or not allowing someone else you know, to like, see. Like stay, stay in the front of the post. You know, there's always like some, some post or pole that's like in everybody's way behind them. Stand in front of that. So you not, you know, the post is really what's blocking everybody, but you're, you're tall enough to stand in front of it and not affect anybody. Or, you know, go to the, you know, go to the, like the sides of where the crowds are, you know, that are close to the stage. I mean, it's not the ideal view, but you know what? It's not my fault. You inherited genes to make you an ogre, you know, to, 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 to you know, it's not my fault. You inherited genes where people ask you, dude, so did you ever play basketball? Did you, uh, did you ever, you know, where'd you go to, where'd you play your ball at? You know, if people are asking you that, yeah. that means yeah. that you are an, a walking obstructed view. Do you remember um, the Shaky Graves chain, uh, the oh. Shaky Graves show we went to in Madison? Don't get me started on shake, the Shaky Graves thing because I've had I've had a bone to pick with you on that Shaky Graves show forever, forever. Because because we, we we were right up front when yeah, we started. Right? We were right we're up like, front. Nobody there. Yes, nobody there. We're right up front. I had like some people that were coming. I'm like, oh, there's people who are coming They're on the other side. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find them. By the time I found them, the place totally filled up. There's a free show in the like a, a street fest kind of thing. What do they do? Like the the um, uh, majestic majestic yeah. theater has the, their street uh, shows like once a week, I think, or once a month or something like that in something Madison like that. Yeah. over the summer. And they set up the big giant stage in the middle of the street. They closed the streets off and let everybody in for free. And they have, you know, they have some pretty decent acts. You know what I mean? They're not huge acts like the Foo Fighters or anything, but they're, you know, kind of, you know, mid-grade on the radar, you know, shaky grade type things. So, yeah, me and you got there. We had a great spot. I had to go across the street, which was by that time ridiculous to get across. By the time I got there, there's no way I was getting back to you. And everybody that was there had to be 6'4". I think the whole University of Wisconsin-Madison basketball team was there because I wound up watching the whole show between necks and earlobes, like literally just like whatever little spot I could see between these people's heads was all I saw of the whole fucking show. So... You left, and I'm on the side of the stage. You know, we're probably to the right. If you're looking at a stage, we're off to the right originally, and mm-hmm. we have really good seats. Or really, we're standing in a good spot. There's no tall people in front of us. We got a clear view. And then again, you go, oh, I gotta go meet somebody over the other side of the stage. 
So I, I didn't go with you. I just was just like, I'm just going to stay here, you know, save our spots. Yeah. So uh, I couldn't get back. <laughs> so then you texted me. There's no way I'm going to make it back to you. No way. And I no. made a choice. I made a choice. I could have stayed and just said, yeah, I'll just see you after the show. Or, you know, I go, oh, you know, he's my buddy. I'm going to go, you know, stand with him or whatever. And I made that choice. I made the, I made the choice of the ladder to go see you. And I was fucking pissed when I got over there. <laughs> I was so pissed off at you. Because I'm like, dude, we're so far away right now. Okay. Okay. We're so far away. And, and everyone is like a human monument. You know, like in yeah, front of us. Yeah, absolutely. It was, that was the oddest thing ever because everybody was six four and over. And then we had we <laughs> like had the, a, the minimum the minimum height was six four. And then we had a chatty Kathy right behind us. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and I turned around and I told her friend, "I'm like, you need to <laughs> shut her up." Okay. She's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." I'm like, seriously, like. That's, that's the problem with the free show is like everybody's just going. But we didn't have that free. problem. We didn't have that. We were in a good spot. <laughs> and then now you go, oh, I'm going to go over there. And I should have stayed there. That's why I like that was everything. Mm. Have you noticed like since then that if you move away from me, I stay where I'm at. Yeah. I'm like, no, I, no, 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 I yeah, get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. yeah. I'm like, I am not trusting you on, on picking out a spot. And I'm staying there, and I'll see you at the end of the show because because I know what I have in front of me, and if I go and change that, I don't know if the grass is greener on the other side. Is what I'm trying to say. And based on your based on your previous your previous <laughs> actions, you cannot be trusted. No, you can no longer be trusted. Oh God! I was so fucking. Oh, I was yeah. so pissed at that Madison show. Yeah, I I know. Sometimes we'll go to shows and like you'll just like bust up to the front. And I'm like, I don't want to bust up to the front. I don't want to deal with all the people. I'm just gonna hang out in the back. So, I mean, that's a cool relationship we have. It's like you just go do your thing. I'll do my thing. Yep. Plus, I have to pee seven times. Right. Right. You know, during every show. So it's you know it's kind of a pain in the ass for me to go up and stand in the front and then my hamster bladder kicks in and I have to go to the bathroom seven times during the show. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Sometimes it's just easier for me just to hang out in the back and, you know, find a good spot away from the douchebags that always seem to find me anyway. That's another episode. (laughs) But that's, you're right. I mean, you and I go to a lot of shows together. Probably 90% of the shows I go to, you're with me. The other times is either with my son or other people, but it's usually with you, and it is cool because we usually do dinner before a show. You know, we usually go wherever. No, you know, you and I are not like high maintenance or anything like that. So we'll pick a spot, we'll go to eat, we'll have a good time, we'll Uber over to the event or, or drive over there. And like you said, man, you do your thing, I do my thing, and then at the end of the show, we find each other. Like I think the other one was um, was uh, the Rinka Tours over the summer. Yeah, yeah, totally. You you busted up, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you know? I had no idea where you were at, and then like, yeah, because we took my son to the show, which was a phenomenal concert, by the way. And that's had that, that had was, no that no cell phone usage. You had to put your cell phone in a pouch prior to the, the show. Greatest thing I did. Oh, it was awesome. Greatest thing. Yeah, so we got out of the show, and like you know, there's only one exit, I think, for 
What's yeah, the, what's yeah. The, what's the name? What's the name of the place again? Uh, the Eagle Ballroom. Um, the Rave. The Rave. The Rave. The rave yes. The yeah. Rave. So we were at the Rave, and, and like everyone's coming out like ants coming out of an anthill. And then I see you, yeah. and I wave, and we, and we saw, it, and then we just we just uh, went back to the car and we drove home. So it was easy. Yeah. But um, yeah. but yeah, I mean that's why I prefer going to shows with you. That's why you're always like my first choice to go see. You know, unless I'm taking my son, you know, I'll go. Hey, dude, you yeah. want to go to the show? And then. I'll either not go, I'll either find someone that's interested, or, I mean, I've been to I've been to shows, probably about a handful of shows over the past year by myself. I saw a Big Wreck yeah, by myself. I have, I have no, I have no problem going no, by myself. No, yeah. um, Big Wreck I saw by myself. I saw um, Blacktop Mojo. Otherwise, shit, I'm wearing a Blacktop Mojo shirt right now. Is that funny? That's awesome. Uh, and Lullwater yeah. was the other act. So it was other Lullwater, Otherwise, and Blacktop Mojo. That was at the Forge, which is a great, great uh, venue um, in Blacktop Mojo. I just Mojo. played there on Saturday night. Yeah. And who's the other band <laughs> that I saw by myself? Um, I can't remember. Big Wreck, Blacktop Mojo, that triple bill. Uh, I can't remember. But, yeah, I usually go to a handful of shows a year by myself. Uh, so I've seen Dead Daisies by myself. I mean – Right, right, you know, right, right. I mean, it's a show, and and it's like everyone's having a good time. I, you know, I'm past the whole I gotta go with somebody. You know, blah blah. blah. Nah, yeah, man, you no, know, no, nah, you know. I mean, if no one else can go, I mean, not everybody our age. Let's face it. You're what? Are you are you the big five O yet? Or are you approaching it? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm 45, <laughs> and you're. Yeah, I know you're a few years older than me. So there's not a lot of people that. I know at least. Like, well, you're in a band, so you know people can stay up. Can stay up after eight o'clock. Yeah. First of all, they can't stay up till after eight o'clock. Secondly, they don't have the ability to just pick up and go to a show. I mean, I'm a single guy, and you know, right. I don't have to, you know, get out of you know to convince, you know, a living girlfriend or a wife. Right. You know, have to I, take you don't have to take your kids to soccer practice. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, Saturday morning or something right. like that. Yeah. You, you got hockey practice, but but. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't need to, like, you know, explain to her that I'm going to go see Big Wreck by myself, you know, in the city of Chicago. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's fishy. It's fishy, yeah. Not to us, but to the other ones it is, you know. Yeah. So that is our conclusion here of Tales of the Douche, Tall People. Yeah. <laughs> And I hope you enjoyed our candor. I hope you enjoyed the dating advice that uh, we were able to give you in the middle of the episode. I think we need to branch out. We need to branch out on that. And if there's any other things to not do within the first nine months of dating, <laughs> please share if if you want to offer something up. I mean, I mean, I think we pretty much covered the basics. Um, also, too, yeah, it might might be obvious. It might be pretty pretty general. Also, too, like, if you are dating somebody in the first nine months, don't forget to flush, okay? And, two, if if you're having someone over and your house is mildly a mess, no worries. No worries at all. Because a lot of women don't clean their places up either. But it, you got to have, have the bathroom and shower clean. You got to have the bathroom and shower clean. Because that's just, that, that could Why? be... Because, what? dude, you don't want her to feel like she's at a gas station off the highway, you know? 
just the shower, just the shower, the shower and the toilet, the shower, <laughs> the the shower and bathroom, the shower, the toilet, the sink, and the floors. Yeah, I mean, get a Swifter, yeah. get one of those you know wet Swifters where the, you know you, you my, it, it'll take you five minutes to clean the bathroom. It's money well spent, but if your bathroom's dirty and she's coming over to watch a movie, she goes to the bathroom, she sits down. It's over. It's over. She's gonna tell you. She's gonna tell you. I got a headache. I'm just gonna close my eyes. It's done. She saw your bathroom. You know. And also get all get all spoiled food out of the fridge. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. But my my issue is like the the beard hair is like just all over the bathroom. Yeah, I got (laughs) on the floor, on the sink, like box. And I only notice this when I'm when I'm sitting down on the throne. I'm like looking up the floor, going. Look at all that hair! <laughs> I I I am I have that full grown beard right now. I mean, I've got the whole Duck Dynasty thing going with my beard, and part and, and, and me not shaving. It wasn't me trying to grow a beard. It was born out of sh- pure laziness. Like I don't have to shave, and then it just kept growing. And then I had you know I, I was sick with the flu most of February and I just didn't shave. So I looked at myself today. I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, I could be in a Harley club and fit right in. I now fit in at, at, at black label society concerts. Um, you feel comfortable. Right? I feel comfortable. I could have been on sons of anarchy, but my point is, is that I have to shave soon cause it's warming up and I am dreading the cleanup. Yeah. Yeah dreading it because yeah it might be a you know an hour project you know and then probably an hour cleanup afterwards so the fun thing about that though is you can you can go through different shapes of your beard you could like just shave off the chin and have like and the mustache and have like mutton chops you know <laughs> so you, you can do things in between and see like which one you like yeah, but see, I'm a type of person that once I start something, I just like I may go in with those intentions, like oh, I'm just going to trim it down a little bit, and then I just like keep going and keep going, and keep, I'm like pretty much I'm seeing yeah. my face again, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm, I'm in it now, so I gotta I gotta go through it. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I gotta do it before the start of spring. Here we are, the first yeah. week of March. So, um, and it was like six, 64 degrees today, dude. Yeah. I was like dying. It was like, warmer. Oh, so it was hot. it was warmer it's in Chicago so than it was. In, it was warmer in Chicago than it was in California. Oh geez, yeah, it was nice today. I had the air conditioning on in the car for the first time. <laughs> I did not do that, but uh, I did open up. Yeah, my, I, I did. did. Open it was, my I was windows. hot. Did open up my windows in yeah, my I house. Get some natural air. Oh, okay. There. You know. Well. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the latest episode of Tales of the Douche. Douche. As always, this is a public service announcement of what not to do at concerts and how to identify a douchebag at a show. I'd like to thank Chris Ricardo for joining us once again on Tales of the Douche. Thank you. I Thank you. Thanks for having me. You can catch a couple of his episodes, the Why... You need to know who Butch Walker is episode and how cover bands affect a local original rock scene. So check those episodes out as well. 
I'm sure he'll be on the podcast again. I'm sure we'll do another episode of Tales of the Douche. Douche. Hope you enjoyed the episode, everybody. Once again, this is Jay Scott. This is the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. We will talk again soon. Thank you. the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.